Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis while Bitcoin flatlines at $30,000. Also, we'll be discussing the SEC hints at a potential appeal to the XRP ruling from the recent Ripple Labs lawsuit. We'll also be discussing FTX sues Sam Bankman-Fried, as well as the former execs to recover over a billion dollars. We'll also be discussing Bitcoin will reach 175000 per coin if the price breaks above this rising channel, according to Top Trader. We'll also be discussing as Bitcoin continues to rise, El Salvador's sovereign bonds soar 60% thus far in 2023. That's right. Belief in El Salvador's national debt has resurrected throughout the past 12 months as it demonstrates its ability to make its payments. I'm also going to be sharing with you Max Kaiser's $1 million Bitcoin price prediction and most importantly, how and when. And also, he says everything is going to zero against Bitcoin. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more, in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome, y'all just tuning in. This is pod episode number 1349. I'm your host, JV, and today is July 22nd, 2023. Happy Sat Stack and Saturday. The market is currently correction, as you can see here, right here in your screen. Bitcoin correcting about a half a percent, but maintaining above 29,800. We have Ether also in the red back under $1,900 with XRP, one of the biggest losers, down 5%, trading back under 75 cents. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past, or actually this is uh, on coin market cap. The current market cap sits at 1.2 trillion with 28 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with Bitcoin dominance at 48.4% and the Ether dominance at 18.9%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, XDC up a whopping 35%, trading at 5.4 cents, followed by Casper up 14%, trading above 4.1 cents, followed by Tron up almost 5%, trading at roughly eight and a half cents and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week xdc leading this pack up 36 percent casper up 14 percent and costs up 9.1 percent followed by scam coin ftt up eight and a half percent and checking out the crypto greed and fear index which you can see here, we can see we're currently rated a 52 neutral. Yesterday was a 50, last week a 56, and last month a 65 in greed. So there you have it. How many of you took advantage of this recent dip with a sub 30,000 Bitcoin price? Holla BTFD in the live chat or in the main comment section right down below. 
Now let's break down today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out the charts. I know things have been a bit boring and stagnated, but nonetheless, as you can clearly see in this chart, the past 24 hours didn't provide anything of substance when it comes to the Bitcoin price in particular. The crypto continues to flirt with 30 Gs, baby, but neither side can manage to take control. The bulls have failed to recapture the level decisively, while the sellers are also unable to push the price towards another support zone, which we can see clearly in this chart. Now to this, the altcoins have also failed to capitalize on Bitcoin stagnation. This is clearly reflected by the Bitcoin dominance, the metric that tracks its share relative to that of the rest of the market and also remained flat at 46.6% in the past 24 hours. Tron has been pumping. Some of the alts have been pumping, which I outlined with XDC being the biggest. So which altcoins, if any, are you currently bullish on? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now let's discuss the latest. We all know that XRP recently got a slight victory, Ripple Labs and XRP over the SEC, as they deemed that the crypto sold on the exchanges in regards to XRP was not sold as an unregistered security as the SEC and Gary Gensler, the chairman of the SEC, was a legend. However, uh, unfortunately, they do have the power to appeal that decision, just FYI, and they're hinting towards that. So let's actually uh, break this down. Quite interesting. The United States SEC has suggested it may appeal a recent ruling in it against the case with Ripple Labs, which deemed XRP not a security when sold to the retail investors. The SEC argues that the ruling goes against the fundamental security law principles, such as the Howey test, which determines what falls under the category of an investment contract. Now, we all know that was like back from 1934, that Howey test. As John Deaton, uh, the lawyer, points out here, do we really want a judge to ask herself, does my strict application of the Howey test in this case result in an outcome in 2023? that comports with the policy uh, implications behind a 1934 statute. I think he makes a great point here. Now, the SEC's latest comments on Ripple Labs' lawsuit were made in a separate lawsuit against Terraform Labs and its founder, Do Kwan, over allegedly orchestrating a multi-billion dollar crypto asset securities fraud. And as per the SEC's July 21st response shared yesterday to a motion to dismiss Terraform Labs in which the potentially uh, precedent-setting Ripple Labs ruling was referenced by the defendants, the SEC highlighted a host of issues it holds against the court's recent decision on XRP, them here. Contrary to the defendant's assertions, much of the Ripple ruling supports the SEC claims in this case and rejects the arguments defendants have raised here. However, with respect to the uh, programmatic and other sales, uh, the SEC respectfully avers that Ripple conflicts with and adds baseless requirements to Howey and its progency, they stated. Along with this, respectfully, those portions of Ripple were wrongfully decided, and this court should not follow them. The SEC staff is considering the various available avenues for further review and intends to recommend that the SEC seek such a review. Now, the SEC statements come just a few days after the agency's chairman, Gary Gensler, expressed his disappointment over the court deeming XRP not to be a security when sold to retail investors. Quoting him here, we are pleased that the court addressed that a token for institutional investors is a security. Disappointed in the other aspect about retail investors, we are still taking a look at that and considering it, said Gensler in an interview with Yahoo on the 17th. And on the same day, Gensler, we call him No Clarity Gary here on 
on the channel, also appeared at the National Press Club to give a talk on artificial intelligence, we know as AI, and was questioned if the court rulings represented an urgent need to establish clear regulation for the industry. Gensler failed to provide a specific answer, but what more do you expect from No Clarity Gary? And as pointed out here, the SEC arguing that a court didn't follow the Howie is rich on its own website. The SEC has acknowledged the Fed courts require commonality and then goes on to say that it doesn't require commonality in its analysis or view commonality as the distinct part of the Howie. So very interesting. What are your thoughts on all this? Do you think that the SEC is likely to uh, appeal this decision? And if they do so, do you think they stand a chance to get this uh, ruling overturned? I know with appeals, it is very difficult to overturn the original verdict from the original judge, but anything is possible, especially with the SEC as they continue their crypt- uh, crypto crackdown of the industry. But let me know your thoughts and I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud at the end of the show. And make sure to say hello and let me know where you're tuning in from. Quick shout out to Bring Facts, Steve Kingston, Garrett Miller, and Digital Dankness for being active in the live chat. Much love and much respect. Now for the latest regarding Scam Bankman Freed, as I like to call him, and FTX. Guess what? FTX is actually suing them as well as their uh, board executives, which is also another interesting story here. FTX Trading, the company which operated what was once the largest crypto exchange sued its founder, Sam Bankman-Fried, and other former execs on Thursday in an attempt to recover more than a billion dollars they allegedly diverted. Besides Bankman-Fried, among the defendants named in the suit are co-founder and former FTX chief technology officer, Gary Wang, and former CEO of SBF's Alameda Research Hedge hedge fund, Caroline Ellison, and former FTX engineer and director, Nashad Singh, Reuters, and Bloomberg both reported the complaint filed in the U.S. Bankruptcy Court District of Delaware accuses them of misappropriating and using the money to finance luxury condominiums, political contributions, and speculative investments, and other pet projects. The transfer took place between February of 2020 and November of 2022, when the company sought Chapter 11 protection, and according to FTX, these transfers can be reversed under the U.S. Bankruptcy code or Delaware law as they were made before the bankruptcy filing on November 11th. The lawsuit alleges that the fraudulent transactions included over $725 million of equity that FTX and West Realm Shires, another entity controlled by SBF, awarded without receiving any value in exchange. Bankman Fried and Wang also took $546 million from Alameda in May of 2022 to acquire shares in Robinhood Markets, and Ellison used $28.8 million to pay herself bonuses. Not a bit, not too shabby of a bonus. FTX pointed out the transfers were made when FTX related entities were insolvent. The defendants knew it. Not a good look, right? It's kind of like spitting in the face of all of the victims, in my opinion. Following this extradition from the Bahamas, where FTX was headquartered, SBF was sued for alleged fraud in the United States, amongst other criminal charges, which he pleaded not guilty. Now, Ellison, Wang, and Singh pleaded guilty and agreed to cooperate with prosecutors. And in the latest complaint, FTX also claims Bankman Fried's defense is being partially funded from a $10 million gift he gave his father. Interesting, right? This is and other lawsuits are a part of the efforts by the bankrupt company's new CEO, John Ray, and his team to recoup funds that can repay creditors, including customers of the collapsed cryptocurrency exchange. So what are your thoughts here? And regarding 
taking stolen funds he stole from investors such as yourself to pay for his lawyer fees. I think this is messed up as well. And isn't it interesting? The only one not taking responsibility for his fraud and crime is Scam Bankman Freed himself. All the other executives have pleaded guilty or are pleading guilty. So makes you wonder, things that make you go, Hmm. And in the end, do you think Bankman Freed is going to serve any real jail time? Or do you think he'll get away with this with a slap on the wrist due to all his political donations and connections and uh, meetings behind closed door with the SEC chairman, Gary Gensler? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. Now let's break down a $175,000 Bitcoin price prediction from this analyst. Then we'll be discussing the latest regarding El Salvador bonds skyrocketing right now, followed by Max Kaiser's $1 million price prediction and the target on when this is most likely to happen, then we'll dive into our live Q&A. And again, massive shout out to everyone just joining us here in the live chat. Uh, So yeah, Bitcoin's six-year range inside a rising channel drawn the attention at Curious optimistic analysts and previewing the price chart shows the coin has been in a range over years, capturing all of its volatility. Despite occasional dumps and pumps, the structure is yet to be broken. So here's this 175,000 target. According to the trader's assessment, a breakout above the upper resistance level at around 32,000, which we're on the cusp of recapturing, FYI, could potentially trigger a new bull run that may see the world's most valuable crypto, BTC, retest highs of the rising channel at $175,000 a level that upbeat hodlers can mark as a feasible target. You can say that again. Can anyone say Puerto Rico party at JVs? Let's go. Still considering the volatility in crypto, this bullish forecast cannot be dismissed to illustrate the last bull run drove Bitcoin prices from sub 10,000 to peaks of 69,000 in less than two years. Facts. Therefore, if the bulls can push above 32000 a price level that the analysts claim is important, it could be a bullish signal that may be the beginning of another leg up in the resumption of the bullish formation set in motion between 2020 and 2021. And with Bitcoin currently trading at around that 30000 level at spot rates with resistance at 31.8, despite the general optimism across the board, the bulls are yet to breach the July 2023 highs as prices consolidate. That's right. The current high for this year, or roughly in the past 13 months, is around that 32,000 mark. And there isn't much uh, resistance between 32 and new all-time highs, according to this analyst. So having an ETF appro- approval could serve as the tailwinds. Let's discuss it. Specific triggers for the next run are unknown now, but even so, considering the past cycles, the upcoming Bitcoin having set to be approximately nine months out, provides an impetus for a leg up towards 2021 highs to recapture that 69,000 level. And besides, traders are closely monitoring how to spot Bitcoin Bitcoin ETF apps in the United States will continue to progress. The U.S. SEC rejected several spot Bitcoin ETFs in the past. In fact, over the past decade, they've been rejecting them with the Winklevoss twins uh, from the Gemini Exchange's first uh, ETF app for spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States being rejected over a decade ago. However, the involvement of BlackRock, the largest asset manager in the world, has been received positively, lifting the prices in the past few weeks. BlackRock, you know, controlling roughly 10 to $12 trillion in assets under management. So the approval of a Bitcoin ETF would ease institutional investors' involvement in the sphere, potentially driving demand and lifting the prices. And most importantly, a Bitcoin ETF legitimizes Bitcoin as an investment asset as if it wasn't already legitimized, you know, but hey. I see what they're saying on a global mass scale for institutions. Bitcoin is the most dominant crypto asset and complex derivative instruments, including exchange traded products, which are ETPs, have been approved and listed in various markets currently in Canada, Europe and Brazil. So the million dollar question becomes, 
when do we get a spot Bitcoin ETF finally in the United States? And as Jele, the trader, points out here alongside this chart, we spent the past six years inside of this channel. Once we break 32,000, I expect the new bull market to take us to the highs of the channel again with the final target at 175,000. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this crypto analyst. And when do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to reach this 175,000 target? Let me know in the comments right down below. And now for our next story of the day, let's discuss El Salvador bond, shall we? And shout out to all the beautiful people of El Salvador, as well as their commander in chief, Najib Bukele. Here we go. Bond issued by El Salvador, the first country in the world to establish Bitcoin as a legal tender, are up 60% in value this year, rivaling Bitcoin's 80% gains. Here we go. The sudden demand for the country's national debt represents a massive sentiment shift around its financial position. Yields for El Salvador's 10-year debt ran as high as 24% just 12 months ago in line with distressed economics like Ukraine or economies, Ukraine and Argentina. However, the country successfully repaid the $800 million of short-term debt back in January alongside interest proving both media and credit rating agencies wrong as well as the IMF. Take that. And last year, Morgan Stanley anticipated it was a good time to buy Salvadoran bonds, believing the government could muddle through its interest payments in the short term. And Aaron Stern, chief investment officer of uh, Convirium Capital in Montreal, told Reuters that the national bonds prices were discovered or divorced from fundamentals in the summer of 2022. The market was concerned about the administration's willingness to pay. And now the nation's bonds look attractive next to the debt prices of other emerging market nations. Data from Refinitiv shows that the nation's bonds currently yield between 14% and 18%. Despite their bullish performance this year, some believe it is not the time to cash out. El Salvador is somewhat uniquely positioned as one of the highest yielding performing distressed credits, said BNP Paribas Natalie, a managing director of Latin America's fixed income. And El Salvador's bond performance has mimicked that of Bitcoin throughout the past year, crashing in the summer of 2022 before rallying across the first half of 2020. So there you have it. Obviously, big things happening in El Salvador, especially with their uh, Bitcoin mining, with geothermal energy. Things couldn't be looking any more optimistic. So they're leading the way for the rest of the world. And hopefully many other nations will follow suit, adopting Bitcoin as the legal tender and changing the game as the Bitcoin game theory continues in full effect. Now for the latest from uh, Max Kaiser. I recently transcribed one of his interviews he did. Actually, it was an Orange Pill podcast with Stacey Herbert, but I'm going to be sharing a lot of insights, price predictions, as well as when will we see this million dollar price. Let's discuss it. So transcribing Max's uh, orange pill pod that I did here on crypto Twitter, he says, Bitcoin is designed to be attacked. When the EU says we need to attack the price of Bitcoin, that is music to Bitcoiners ears because all the attacks mean a greater hash rate, greater security and higher prices. And as we know, uh, the more you attack it, the stronger the network gets, right? So he goes on to share, it is designed to be attacked. The more you attack it, the higher the price goes. So we welcome the EU attacks and the IMF and Christine Lagarde and central bank and Federal Reserve Bank. Please attack me so that my price can go to 100, 200,000 to $1 million per coin. Thank you. Very powerful words. He also points out that everything goes to zero against Bitcoin. And he makes a great point because the purchasing power of Bitcoin is guaranteed to go up as the purchasing power of the dollar is guaranteed to go down. He also made this prediction a few years back. The Bank of England will scramble to buy Bitcoin before it hits a million dollars per coin. Bitcoin expert projects. And this is actually quite interesting. I'm going to quote him here. He says, the bargaining phase will be their central bank digital currency stage. And when that fails, comes to depress 
compression as the price tops 500,000 in USD, then acceptance with the Bank of England scrambling to buy Bitcoin before it tops $1 million per coin. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this uh, particular prediction. He also said this back in 2021. I am sure that Bitcoiners can arrange a $1 billion lending facility stopgap for El Salvador and that the IMF can go F themselves. And lo and behold, that's precisely what we're witnessing right, right now. He's also quoted saying El Salvador will be debt free in 2030 with Bitcoin mining. Yeah, let's actually share some more quotes here and shout out to Volcano Energy and what they got going on. So this project represents self-sufficiency of the country because we will mine Bitcoin by ourselves in El Salvador. It also gives us geographical importance for the Bitcoin network. The idea that El Salvador is a large mining center allows jobs to be generated in the area, raising the gross domestic product, benefiting uh, the country. Countries around the world, we call this game theory, are beginning to accumulate and mine Bitcoin as the world of fiat money and central bank disintegrates. With the benefit of present President Bukele's new laws, such as making Bitcoin a legal tender, we have the ability to lead the world and arguably become the richest country in the world. Send it. Now, Volcano Energy's mission is to make El Salvador the richest nation on earth. Bitcoin is the new oil, and El Salvador will be the Saudi Arabia of Bitcoin. Now, check it. By 2030, Volcano Energy's market cap will exceed El Salvador's gross domestic product of $29 billion and reach $50 billion as we expand geothermal mining and the price of Bitcoin skyrockets to $1 million per coin. It is a mathematical certainty. So here's the year. This country will be debt-free by 2030 with Bitcoin and geothermal Bitcoin mining. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding Max Kaiser's prediction of the Bitcoin price skyrocketing to a million dollars per coin by the year 2030 as El Salvador becomes debt-free? And they continue to say to the IMF, let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.